It's time for Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater. What song does a star sing when it's all by itself? What sound does a comet make when it's flying around? And did you know that the sun enjoys playing the drums? And did you know that the moon has a favorite tune? Well, you might think that outer space Astronomy. Well, I roam through galaxies looking for sounds that interest me. There's too many to mention if I just pay attention. Songs and sounds, music and noise. Be as much fun as a box full of toys Songs and sounds, music and noise I'll catch them all with my lasso And bring them to you I'm Mary Farfisa We've landed on planet Gorblock's Frumplestick in record time. Not bad for a space horse, eh, Orbit Annie? Not too bad. We're in a forest of some kind, surrounded by tall, skinny trees with weird trunks that curve up at the bottom. Looks like we've arrived in the middle of a rainstorm. Mary, look closely at the bottom of these trees. They curve up at the bottom, just like handles. And look up at the treetops. These aren't trees. They're giant umbrellas. Frisco's right! It's like hundreds of unopened umbrellas stuck in the ground. Well, I wouldn't mind if these big umbrellas opened up. I'm getting soaked. Open up? Certainly not. The umbrellas only open up when it's not raining. Holy smokes, that umbrella has a face! And it talks! And it talks, said the talking horse. Of course I talk. You know what would be truly ridiculous? If we opened up when it rained. But isn't that what umbrellas are for? Not on Gorblock's rumple stick. Here, umbrellas close up when it rains and open when it's dry. Why? That's how we were designed. But wouldn't that mean you were designed to be useless? Of course we were designed to be useless. Gorblock's Rumpelstick is the planet of useless inventions. The whole surface of the planet is covered with useless inventions. Oh, well, I'm Mary Farfisa, and this is Briscoe and Orbit Annie. 
My name is Brawley, but get out of the way now. The rain has stopped. It's time for us to open. Who are these inventors of yours, Brawley? The robot giants of Gorblox invented us. The original Gorbloxians left to explore other parts of the Great Dissonance. They left their robot giants behind with the instructions, have the whole planet covered with useless inventions by the time we come back. How long have they been gone, Brawley? A little over a zillion years. Gorbloxians are not very fast travelers. And on top of that, they're usually 15 minutes late. We're looking for my mom and dad. They're from Radiophonica. Have you heard of them? Maybe. Years ago, a couple of inventors from outside the Great Dissonance suddenly showed up on Gorblox. Nobody knew how they got here, but the Gorbloxian robots put them to use. It's got to be them, Briscoe. It has to be. Brawly, how do I find the Gorbloxian robot giants? Oh, you won't find them. They live inside Frumplestick, on Gorblox. And there's no way to get in there. Gorblox is inside Frumplestick? The planet Gorblox is inside the planet Frumplestick. And there is only one entrance to the planet Gorblox. Can you tell us where the door is? Certainly. But you won't be able to get through it. It has no key. Mary, it's the locked door without a key. And we have to open it. The door to Gorblox is locked and unlocked with a password. An ancient Gorbloxian word. The word the original Gorbloxians spoke a zillion years ago when they left. Do you know the password, Brawly? Sorry, I'm useless. Can you tell us where it is then? Sure, since it won't be of any use to you. It's in that mountain over there. See that big round metal door? That's it. Okay, come on. We have to get to that door. Uh-oh, it's starting to rain again. Close up, everyone, close up. This is the biggest door I've ever seen. How do we get it to open? I've been thinking about that. Brawley said the door was opened by a password, one that the original Gorbloxian spoke when they left. Why can't I use my audio lasso to recover the sound of them speaking the password? Then I can say it and open up the door. It's a good idea, Mary, but they said that password an awfully long time ago. We captured the sounds of the dinosaurs of Dobblewobby, didn't we, Briscoe? We sure did, but their sounds were made millions of years ago, Mary. The Gorbloxians left zillions of years ago. Do you really think you can catch a sound that old in your audio lasso? I have to try. My parents are somewhere behind that door. I think I hear it. I think I caught it in my lasso. That's great, Mary. There's only one problem. I can hear it, but it's so old, I can't reassemble it for playback. And it's in Gorbloxian. Maybe, maybe if I could pronounce it close enough to make it work, I could get it to open. Could you do that, Mary? 
It won't be easy. It's a really weird language. Come on, try. You've got nothing to lose. Right. Is it opening? No, not yet. Did that work? Nothing happening. Is it opening? Sorry, the door hasn't budged. This may take some time. Oh, darn it. I can't get it to open. We came all this way, and I can't get it to open. That's okay, sweetheart. You just keep trying and, uh, um, hope for the best. How can I hope for the best? I can't get the door to open. What if I never get it to open? How am I supposed to open a door with a crazy, unpronounceable word like... Mary! What? Mary! What, Orbit Annie? Look at the door, Mary! Why? It's not going to... It's... It's... It's opening! It sure is, sweetheart. You did it, Mary. We passed through the giant doorway and entered a complex system of corridors and high-speed elevators. Mary Farfisa was able to use her helmet's homing mechanism to guide us to her parents. We searched for hours until finally... Listen, the sound of machinery working. It must be the sounds of the Gorbloxian giant's useless invention factory. Let's go! But be careful, everybody. We sure will. Hey, wait a minute. There's something standing at the end of the corridor. It's hard to see it clearly from this distance, but it looks like some sort of an animal. A big one. Bresco! It's Hyperdrive! Crap, 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 crap. She's running right up to me. She knows me. Oh, she's glad to see you, Mary. I'm glad to see her, too. But what happened to her? She's so big. And she's calmed down a little. She just grew up, Mary. She's not a puppy anymore. That's what happens with space puppies. All of a sudden, one day, they just grow up. Hello, Hyperdrive. I'm so glad you're okay. We've come to... Hyperdrive! Here, girl! Why do you suppose she took off down the corridor like that? It's like she heard something. Dad? Mom? Honey, look. Mary? Mom! Dad! I don't believe it. Mary, you found us. And now, esteemed members of the Society of Four-Legged Space Explorers, I will allow Mary and her family some privacy regarding this tender and long-dreamt-of reunion. Suffice it to say that it was a joyful and quite emotional event. I know you will not begrudge me this lack of detail, for we members of the society are more inclined to focus on the scientific and objective parts of our great expeditions, and do not fall prey to our emotions in such situations. So, so I will not describe this reunion further. <coughs> Instead, I will describe the giant robots of Gorblox and what we witnessed inside their useless invention factory. The giants were huge cone-shaped creatures, pointy at the top and wide at the bottom. They had two yellow eyes and long noses. They had no legs, but simply glided along the factory floor as if they were skating on ice. 
They had two spindly arms and dark three-fingered hands. While they were intimidating, they paid no attention to us at all. The day following our arrival, Mary's parents explained to us what life had been like for them on the planet Gorblox. At first, the giant robots didn't know what to make of us. We just suddenly appeared here, and no one had gone in and out of Gorblox since the original Gorbloxians left a zillion years ago. It's hard to communicate with them, but we managed to tell them at least part of our story. When they understood that we were inventors, they decided to keep us here and help them make useless inventions. At first, we tried to escape, but it was no use. The Gorbloxian giants can freeze anyone who tries to get away in their tracks. Then we came to realize that the way the giants made things might offer us a way to contact you, Mary, and someday to leave here and find you. Gorblox Rumpelstick is the planet of useless inventions. Gorbloxian giants are material manufacturing factories. If they approve your invention and deem it useless, they manufacture the materials and give them to you. The whole surface of the planet is covered with useless inventions. You've had to help the Gorbloxian giants make useless inventions? Yes! Honey, can you show them how it works? Watch, Mary. First I go up to the giant and make a proposal for a project. Gorbloxian giant, I propose building a highly advanced space car. It will have a sophisticated driver avoidance system that will cause it to drive off whenever a potential driver approaches. That's useless! Now, stand back. What's that Gorbloxian giant doing? He's reaching up and twisting his ear. And now, his long, pointy red nose is twitching. And now, one of his nostrils is opening up. And... Ew. All sorts of metal and tools and building materials are falling out of his nose. Gross! But why did they allow you to build the Inspirophone, Dad? 
We described it as an invention for polishing shoes. And of course, an Inspirophone is no good at all at polishing shoes. When it comes to polishing shoes, an Inspirophone is... Useless! Right! We knew we couldn't get away with something like that too often, and as we tinkered with our new Inspirophone, they became suspicious. That's why it took us so long to finish it and get our message to you. In time, we hoped to perfect it to the point where we could shoot ourselves out of here and find you. Mary Farfisa, calling Mary Farfisa. Which way is that you? Briscoe, which way is calling on my helmet radio? Which way? How's she doing? Which way? Are you still stuck in Sticky Town? No, I am not. I have become unstuck from Sticky Town. I am now in orbit around Gorblock's Frumplestick. But how did you get away from Sticky Mickey, which way? It was Harmonia's doing. You know how much she loves the flavor of bubblegum. When she flew back to find me and saw Sticky Town, well, let's say that for a tiny fairy, she has quite a big appetite. Are you telling me that Harmonia ate Sticky Town? I didn't really eat it, Orbit Annie. I just, I just chewed, chewed it up and spit it out when it lost its flavor. Jeez Louise. But that was enough to make Sticky Town lose its stick. The school bus driver who had gotten stuck in it all those years ago was able to free the school bus too and drive the other children away. He's going to take them all back to their homes. What happened to Sticky Mickey and Susie, which way? Sticky Mickey drew quite a tantrum when Harmonia started chewing up Sticky Town. It tasted so good! Bubblegum flavor is my favorite! But it was really just a lot of noise and carrying on. When the school bus broke free, the bus driver asked Mickey and Susie if they'd like to come along with them. Sticky Mickey refused at first, but they all promised to keep playing games with him once they got back home. I believe I can perform a remote reprogramming of the Gorobloxian Giants. After all, I am a machine mind just like them. I can broadcast my consciousness inside of them and see what I can do. Wow! Dad, which way thinks she can reprogram the Gorobloxian Giants? Really? One moment. Let me see what I can do. Hmm. Yes, I see. Well, what do you know? What is it, which way? I have entered their consciousness, and I am looking at their programming code. It seems the original Gorloxians made a small error when they were programming the giant robots. What kind of error, which way? It seems they intended the giant robots to cover the surface of Frumplestick with useful inventions while they were away, not useless ones, 
When they returned to Borlock's Fumblestick, they were going to distribute the useful inventions to planets all over the Great Dissonance. But it seems the Borloxian who wrote the code made a slight error. They typed useless instead of useful into the program. You're saying that all this, a whole planet of useless inventions, was caused by a typo? Well, if that don't beat all. I am fixing the error. There. I have changed useless to useful. Would you like to try it out? Okay, Gorbloxian giant, I propose building clouds that would purify the air on planets that have become toxic to their inhabitants. That sounds useful. Project approved. Look, the Gorbloxian giant is twisting his ear. Well, look at that. It worked. Which way reprogrammed the giants? Great work. Way to go, which way? I am searching now for the programs that allow them to detain people here in Gorblocks. I believe I can override those systems, so the Gorbloxian giants will no longer be able to keep you here. Which way? You're amazing! Society members, that I will close this account of our travels through the Great Dissonance. Now that the Gorbloxian giant robots have been reprogrammed to make useful inventions instead of useless inventions, we have decided to spend more time here. Mary Farfisa's parents have several ideas for inventions that will be most welcome when we return home. And by the time we do return home, which way will be full of wonderful inventions for them to share with the universe. More reports will follow, society members. Thank you for listening to the Giants of Gorblocks Frumple Stick. Today's Mary Farfisa adventure, written and produced by Jim Sheff. As always, Mary Farfisa was played by the wonderful Kara Albach. The also wonderful Nancy Andrews played Susie and Brawley, the talking umbrella. The versatile Leslie Baker played the part of Witchway our ever-evolving intergalactic starship. She also played Sticky Mickey and Mary's mom. Emma Bax 
delighted us all by returning to play Harmonia. Disco was played by me, Jim Chef. Katie King was not on today's show, but she is an irreplaceable part of the Mary Farfisa family. Orbit Annie was once again played by April Stalder, who is not only a great voice actress, she's a terrific oil painter as well. Jeez Louise, I work with talented people. Mary Farfisa and today's Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater Adventure are copyright 2017 by Jim Chef, all rights reserved.